I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, we've got producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. And Mateo in the room still. Permanent, I think permanent resident now of the room, which is really nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, we should have yeah, given him a mic. He needs a mic. But all right, he that, need a mic. Yeah, next time. Say hi, Mateo. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Proof that he's here. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's right. We're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. And there's a lot going on today because basically, you know, tomorrow is Halloween. So you've got National Candy Corn Day, which I don't know why Candy Corn needs a national day, but it's got it. But it's also National Create a Great Funeral Day. Hmm. All right. Wait, wait, Create a, a great funeral day. Not, not, an, a terrible, not an, an average, average funeral or a bad funeral. I can have a great funeral day. This is terrific because I not knowing that, yeah. I have the perfect beer for that oh, theme. I got to write down that. Okay. Create a great funeral day. All right. It down. is also haunted refrigerator night. Not sure how they came up yeah, with that, that one happens. either. No, you know? And then not to be forgotten, it is mine rescue day. So apparently there's <laughs> enough mine rescues that it has a day. Mine or mine? Mine. No, mine. It should be mine <laughs> yeah, as well. Okay. Yeah. But like mine. Yeah, like, just throwing like, that rope. Like, like, you know, like the Chilean miners? The Chilean miners? Yeah. Yes, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but not minor, like underaged. Uh, that no. too could be. But this was mine more like you're going to rescue them from a mine. It's a very complicated day. It is. It is uh, and I, like I said, there was, that, there was a lot going on today. If you can't rescue the mimer, the miner, or the miner yeah. from a great funeral. And that's true. <laughs> that's very cool. In a haunted refrigerator. Catch them up with some candy and, corn. And some candy corn for the guests. And you've pretty much yeah. created the perfect day. It turns out to be an amazing day. Yeah, we didn't so, know. So there you go. That's all that's happening. So many ways for it to be a great day. That beats last week, which was like mole day. Yeah, and leopard day. Snow leopard day. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So some days get it, some days don't, yeah. I guess. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego. Beer Mecca within a beer Mecca. Please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. Hey, doctor coming to you from my bidet. And I was thinking, I'd really like a nice cold beer. So can you all buy me a beer, please? Not a coffee. Go to ilikebeerthepodcast.com, click on buy me a beer, and buy me a beer. As we always say, we live in a beer mecca. The 15th annual San Diego Beer Week, presented by the San Diego Brewers Guild, will take place November 3rd through the 12th at breweries, bars, restaurants throughout San Diego County. And for the seventh time, a Capital of Craft IPA collaboration beer will be released for Beer Week. And this year's edition is brought to you together. Modern Times Beer, who is the host, Three Punks Ale Brewing Company, Dog Lake Brewing Company, Goal Brewing, Kilowatt Brewing, Northern Pine Brewing, and Seek Beer Company. The West Coast Capital of Craft IPA, 6.5% ABV, is being made with H.S. Grove, Nelson and Centennial Hops, and it will be available on draft and in cans at all Guild member breweries throughout Beer Week. That's a that's a top that's a team there. That is a dream team. That is a dream team. That's the right word for a dream team of, of brewers coming together. Can't wait to get some of this stuff. And new for 2023, Guild on the Street Happy Hour series means Brewers Guild is coming to your neighborhood. Check the San Diego Brewers Guild on Facebook, Twitter. X, 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 yeah, yeah, or Instagram for the dates and locations, but they're coming out to you to meet and greet and share their beer. Yeah, we'll be there, so hopefully we see you at some of these places. Once again, 15th annual San Diego Beer Week, November 3rd through the 12th. Happy Beer Week. 
That's buy me a beer. Click the link in the website. You know, we could pre-record this, yeah. but we don't. Sure. Each and every week we do it live. You guys listen to any thing. other podcast. They just record the intro so they have time to get their game face on. Nope. 100%. Mistakes and all, we record it live each time. When they got any dirty. other podcast you work with, Mateo, does it fresh. No. It's That's not, the authenticity. dedicated to the craft. Yes. And you know how we do that? Because you go to the website, I like beer, the podcast.com, <laughs> and you click on buy me a beer and you spend five bucks to help us keep this going. It's appreciated. It's needed. Otherwise, we're going to have to pre record. We're going to have to we can this crap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we will. You're going to get pre recorded yeah. stuff. I like it. There's something therapeutic about it. <laughs> yes, you know? I agree. Uh, I like beer, the Go there. All the good stuff's there pictures, newsletter. Online store. Swag. Swag, yeah. Hey, it's cooling off. It is cooling off. It's time for those sweatshirts. 20, also, $26 hoodie. Yeah, you yeah. can't beat that. If you like it's beer good. and you get cold, this is for how you. are you not spending $26 yeah. on And we have all the sizes, so you have something to grow into as well. And many colors. And two. Okay. We need what are we drinking? We need a beer. Yeah. Well, we got some. Uh, we got a couple of the ones left over from because we enjoyed it so much from last week. So we're going to have some more of the fall brewing. Um, this might be like a three weeks in a row or four weeks in a row we've had fall brewing. So obviously we're big fans, uh, but this was the Check Yourself, um, their pink lager that was uh, in um, in collaboration with the uh, with breast for the breast cancer awareness um, yes. drive that they're doing. Keep a breast foundation. Yes, right. Keep a breast. Thank you. So Danny Joe Darden. That's right. Founder. Founder. On the show last week. Yeah. So she's good people. Show. She's yeah. working with good people. Right. And by extension, having her on the show, we're good people. Makes yeah, us better no, people. That's true. Well, we're, so. uh, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. That was, that's yeah. why you're the talent. <laughs> Just <laughs> humble, better objectively. Humble my arrogance right down. Yeah. Makes us better people, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> better objectively, not better yeah, than her. Sir. That's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes, I, I assumed that yeah. <laughs> by his tone. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I didn't, which tells you how my ego goes. So we're having the pink lager, a fall brewing. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. You know what's amazing about this beer? Like I said, four percent. It's you know the the color. I will say this. I mean, but I, you got to understand the cause, right? But the color is one that, that you honestly think. I think I'm going to have a sour here. It's going to be like a yeah. a lightweight I think sour. McMinniman's ruby. Yeah, yeah, fruit like beer. that kind of sour. Yeah. But it's not. It's nope. a it is a beer flavored beer. A really good light lager. Um, very very delicious. Well, thank you, Fall Brewing, for sending it, and we're happy to uh, promote it and all the good stuff you're doing over there. And while we have this pink lager in hand, it's time for toast, roast, and pour one out. Want me to get my toast done? Go ahead. I'd like to get out of your way. <laughs> I kind of just hold oh, the door for you on the toast. Okay. Today, so I, uh... All right. I'm gonna, I've got a follow-up toast. Okay. Well, it's... It came off a roast of the NFL because well, uh, they were on Stefan Diggs for celebrating yeah, with his yeah. beer, smashing him in the air. So I'm toasting Stefan Diggs, who left two beers on the seats of those two fans that he had tossed their oh, beers into the air. Man. And he left a little note. I told you I got you. Beers on me, Steph. Nice. He nice. left him two, really two cool. cans of beers. Uh -huh. uh, cool. uh, so making things right. True. I don't think they needed it. They were happy he scored a yes, touchdown. Yeah, but. Yeah, but yeah. Stephon that's pretty cool. Making that things cool. right, get you a toast. Good job, Because yeah, too Diggs. often, uh, it, you know, professional athletes, you, we talk about the bad things or the stupid, you know, so yeah. it's kind of cool when they do something right. He pays attention to the little details. He does. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> and uh, I think this, you tell me where this lands. Is this toast a roast? Maybe it's pour one out for, for the wallet. I don't know. 
Elon Musk and Tesla have joined the beer scene. Really? It was cyber beer. Cyber beer. They, they made one in, in Europe. It was a big hit, but they couldn't bring it to America. So they have now released their American. It's a Hellas Lager at 7%. So one, I don't think they're doing that Hellas Lager right. No. 7%. But that's just me speaking. Uh, cyber beer. It's now available. Sells for. What are you paying for two bottles of Elon Musk cyber beer? Well, I have a question. When it's cyber beer, is like like Bitcoin beer, where it's just out there in the virtual world. No, it's a real beer. It's a real beer. beer. Yeah, that's, that's, just, that's just the name. Oh, okay, okay. okay. It's a real beer. It's a Hellas Lager. How am I? How much am I paying for two bottles of beer? Yeah. When I learned last from week, Elon Musk, when not I just learned, any beer. Well, I get it, but a couple weeks I learned I could go to the stadiums of Detroit, Chicago, and I'm trying to think where else that yeah. I could go and I could get beer for less than seven dollars a beer. I mean, I would probably go. That'd be on the high end of this if I went. Let's say I go ten bucks for the two bottles. There's cyber? Did you even listen? There's cyber okay, beers. I'm, go I'm gonna sweeten the deal. I'm gonna go they seven dollars a beer. They come with two cyber steins. Oh, oh. steins as well. All They're, right, I'd go you as get high two as two bottles and two steins. And two steins. I'd go as high as ten bucks. One hundred and fifty bucks. Oh, forget yeah. that. I was gonna say fifty. Pre-order it. One hundred fifty dollars for two bottles, but you get two cyber steins. Yeah. But that's not where he kills you. He kills you with the extras. They kill you with the $15 shipping fee. Oh, boy. They couldn't include that in there. And if you'd like the cyber opener (laughs) to open the cyber bottles, 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm not going to try any of that. No. (laughs) So so you're in for 215 bucks for two two bottles of beer. I'll say this. Elon Musk, if you want us to talk about your beer on the podcast, send us a couple with the cyber opener. Yeah. And we'll uh, we'll talk about it. And we'll bring our own steins. And we'll talk about it and and tell anybody else whether it's worth it. But I I don't know if I'm toasting them for entering the scene, roasting them for, I think that, I think it's slightly overpriced. A little bit. (laughs) I'm pouring one out for your wallet. I'm just... Like when you have people here that are used to like get upset if it's something like a, over a five dollar pint, six dollar pint, no one's buying that. There we'll is, see. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody, somebody, somebody is. Yeah. yeah. When you can get a, <laughs> think about who are your biggest drinkers, right? Your college age kids, and they're trying to buy the cheapest rack of Natty Light, <laughs> <laughs> and or they get one cyber beer. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe there's a reason Their entire why. month budget for yeah, beer is yeah. blown on a bottle. On a bottle. But they got the stein. And check out this cyber opener I got yes, with yes. it as well. Where'd you put the opener? Dude, yeah. that was 50 bucks. <laughs> that's my toast. Oh, very good. Okay. Right. Well, that's a tough one to follow. That's actually really good. I, I just, this toast right here, I, I read about this couple this week, and I feel like these people have, they've nailed it. They've, they figured it out. They win. Like, go straight to, do what? what do you know, not, do, yeah, I want to say do not pass go because they are passing go. They, they win. They win. And I don't know if you guys saw, but it was a retired couple that have spent 450 straight days on a cruise because it's cheaper than a retirement home. Oh. So nice. basically, these people, it's a retired Australian couple, and they have booked 51 back-to-back cruises. Um, and currently right now they set off on their first cruise in June of 2022 and they're still cruising right now, 51 trips so far. And basically they're like, Hey, look, we pay for this. We get to eat whatever we want. Someone cleans up after us. We don't have to cook. We don't have to do all that kind of stuff. They, they get to go to all these really cool ports around the world. Um, they've actually been on the boat longer than any of the crew. Uh, that's on the you know, the cruise have cycled through and they're still on it. And they basically said their goal is to do it for two years. They're going to do it for a full two years. And they said, hey, it's cheaper than a retirement home. 
There so I'm know. just like these people crack the code, and, and they're they're traveling. Yes, yeah, yeah. meeting people, outlasting yeah. their crew. Yeah, so they uh, that's I like pretty. It. They might get jobs on there when they're done. They might there, you go. there yeah. might be work for them to do, and yeah. now they've got a post retirement gig. So anyone is getting close to that and thinking about that whole retirement thing, this might be the gig. That's a good so life I hack. Think, I, like I said, I think that Smart. was they kind of broke broke the the, the code on that I, one or cracked. Do the have code. to really like cruises and they did i guess that was something they did all the time anyways <laughs> okay. and they're like well yeah. might as well just keep going that could, that could be a game changer if, if you don't really like cruises true so but if you like them that's a way to go yeah cheers to them yeah, i thought that was pretty impressive so names for this this couple uh superstar see. and su superstar yeah, one yeah, and two I didn't get any names they're just great grandparents from australia all right um oh marty and jess anson there we go marty and jess marty anson. and jess cheers to them marty and jess i was gonna find it hard to believe that you'd got that story and didn't oh i know i had to look through it and see a little bit but yeah i just marty I, and jess, jess cheers to you yeah fantastic and rose uh yeah actually I kind of need to skip the roast to come back to the roast out of my pour. Okay. So okay. I don't know if you have a roast. You go roast. Um, I'm roasting beer arguments online. People are arguing about beer yeah. online and they're griping. And here are the top five beer gripes that have been going on over the last few weeks online. Number five, gripe number five, nitro beers are just flat beers. Hmm. Where do you stand on that? No. I'm not a huge fan of nitro beers, but I've had some that are fantastic. Right, be the right beer. Yeah, the a right porter? beers. Porter, fantastic. Yeah, porter in the winter. Yeah, oh, fantastic. I'll take it. Yes. Where were you at with? I like Cali Creamin on nitro. Yeah, yeah. and some that's one of my faves. Yeah. Beer, so, yeah. Mateo, you ever a nitro? I've beer? never had a nitro beer before in my life. Okay. Are you Uncle mad Chad? that they exist? <laughs> no, I'm sure it doesn't seem <laughs> to be <laughs> worth <laughs> your energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say that one's not worth arguing about. No. <laughs> we'll see if the other four are. Uh, number four, four packs suck. Beer should always be sold in six packs, period. That I disagree. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. I disagree with that. Wait, well, okay, I understand for certain people when you're looking for bang for your buck, but a lot of times I would much rather if I could buy beers in singles. Yeah. Because then I could buy, like I'll go to BevMo, right? That's why I like Total Beer and Wine or whatever that is more because I can actually buy singles of it. I can create my own six pack, mm -hmm. right? I, I have no problem buying six beers, but I'd like to create my own six pack because if I, especially if I'm trying to sample stuff or I'm, I see these things, I'd love to have like two beers of that flavor, two beers of that one, two beers of that one and put them all together. That would be my personal preference. So if you I would rather- beer. If you wanted the same beer a whole bunch, yeah. you have it, right. you brewed it. And and so when I'm buying a, a, a bunch of beers, again, I'd rather have four of them and then I'll buy- you know, three, three, four packs, and I've got, you know what I mean? So that's I, just un American, honestly. It, yeah, fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is fair. The youngest, the youngest voice. Like, un American. Uh, I I don't that was right. my line. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I, I don't like change. <laughs> <laughs> there are just so many good beers. So, like, to get four of a beer is great because then I can get four of another beer and four of another beer and four of another beer. That's how I look at it. But it costs a lot more. And so I get that side of it, right? And if I was yeah. uh, of, a, of a, a certain age or just in terms of, where I was in terms of wanting to spend, I, I get sometimes it's better to go and buy a 12 pack and mm -hmm. spend half the price. So I get that as well. well that's what, what McCarthyism was trying to root out. Though, you know? <laughs> fair, fair, fair. I have a very full beer fridge yeah. and some beers have to be, and some can sit there for a while and nothing's going to go wrong. They're cold, they're the right temperature, but some beers you got to get to sooner than later. Six, six. I've got other beers to drink that gets lost in there. The, at least I, one or two get lost I to the back and go that bad. One's in the back or the fifth yeah. and the sixth beer from the six yeah. pack. And it's like, well, so I don't care. Yeah. My, my don't care. Yeah, I, I agree. So your four I, packs good. Yeah. It's un-American. It's Mateo's. Yeah, I, I don't care, Joe. Yeah. 
Um, I care. I like four. Yeah. You also. like four? Yeah, because okay. Okay. talent does. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I figured that four is... Four Joe is just a, flew in from Chicago, and boy, his arm's tired. Yeah. He's just like your, your puppet on your yeah, yeah. lap. Uh, complaint number three, too many IPAs. There's just straight up too many IPAs. Here's what I would say. I agree, but at the same point, I don't really care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, if there are people that love IPAs, and that it, it, what I would say is that if you look at the market, the market's going to dictate that. So obviously, enough people are purchasing and buying IPAs, and we've been to enough breweries where they say, "Hey, the IPAs paid the bill." You can't fault that, right? No. But uh, but I agree. I, I like it when I go into a place and there's more of a variety on the on the you board. Know, right before COVID, 2019, 2018, I think I'd be 100 percent on that. Yeah. But in San Diego. Everybody started experimenting, yeah. trying some new yeah. stuff. And now you can go to a brewery and there's five IPAs, but there's other stuff. Right. So you're and not going to find a, a brown ale. And but if it's oh, a okay. place that has all IPAs, then you just don't go back to that place if I don't want them. That's, I mean, that's the thing for us. We're, we just are living a, as we always say, Mecca within a beer Mecca. It's a wealth of riches, right? Yeah. So Too many IPAs for you, Mateo, or just right? I think it's become a wide enough subgenre that the IPAs are so different. I'm all right with it. Yeah. Okay. And Joe loves his IPAs. I like IPAs. Yeah, yeah, so you got no problem with that. Uh, complaint number two. Great number two. Beers that taste like candy are ruining the industry. Uh, all your fruit beers and your sweet sours and all that stuff. Market will tell you if it's ruining it or not. 100%. Right. Uh, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I love those beers and I will drink those beers. I agree. Some of them are a, a little like kind of way out there but it's kind of fun and, and you don't have to drink the whole thing. And I think what we've all found with those, a lot of times those are beers you get and then you just share, you know, and you, you, you sip and you sample. And, I, and, you, and you think, good thing I didn't buy a six pack. Yeah. Good thing right. I didn't buy a six I pack. I wish I had a four pack of that. Yeah. Well, sometimes I wish I had a, only one of these because they're too sweet or whatever else. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think that that, uh, it, it, that's all part of craft brewing, right? That's mm -hmm. the thing is what can they do? You know, I mean, I've had the, what is the one in, there's one in Texas where they make like the sour pickle beer or whatever. It's like the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life, but I tried it because I wanted to say, Hey, I needed the check-in. Uh, but no, it's, it's, you know, you want to try and just say, could they do it? And I was like, holy cow, this tastes exactly like a sour pickle, but it's disgusting and I won't drink any more of it. I right? found it passable. Yeah. We had that in my backyard. Yeah. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. But we've I, like, I like pickles. Think about like, like the oyster stout, right? We had that. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's horrible. fantastic. But I was healthier yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, it was I, a pleasant I, experience and I was happy that I had it. There's yeah. like, like if I'm, and I'm thinking about the candy ones, you know, fistful of gummies, right? It tastes just like gummy bears, you know, and it's, but it's, I, I couldn't drink a six pack of it. I, it's hard to drink a, a one can of it because it's so sweet, but it's pretty cool that they were able We're to create also, that. I, maybe it, 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 uh, doesn't poison the well, but but adjust our perspective because we're untapped people. That's true. We got to get yeah. our unique. Yeah, yeah it has. If every beer tastes the yeah. same, how am I getting my unique? That is yeah. fair. Okay. Maybe it's un-American. Uh, and the it number one complaint about beer right now online, just too damn expensive. That's fair. That's, that's a fair one. Yeah. But again. But when we travel, when we travel and you realize it's not this expensive everywhere. But then, of course, the people that work at our microbreweries here, they got they to Gotta pay, pay the for bills. their stuff. Gotta pay the bills. So I, Tell you this, it's cheaper than wine. There you go. That's true. Okay. You know that for sure. Cheaper than wine, uh, cheaper than spirits. Um, and you know what? The reality is, is like we, what was it, two weekends ago, we had um, some pretty unbelievable beers that were not inexpensive and they were worth every penny, I would say. Yeah, yeah, you know those, I mean? You know what I mean? So when you're drinking some of those types of beers and, and you're, you're spending $20, $30 for a bottle, again, it's something you're sharing. Um, it, it's pretty magical. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But when I'm paying nine dollars a pint for yeah. something, I can buy a four pack of, yeah. Uh, yeah, for ten or twelve. 
Yeah, that that that's. that's but I would say that's the same thing. Go to a different, go to a different yeah. bar, restaurant, pub. You know, there are certain breweries that are still doing a really good job of keeping their prices very reasonable. But you got to figure. Hey, we were at South O yeah. recently, yeah. and they're because one of my things about South O was, and then they're in South O. They're in a place where it's expensive yeah. to be, and they were pricey. There, the pints were all seven bucks, which is in our in North County, San Diego. That's, that's a good deal yeah, on a pint. I agree. So now, when I was in Ireland, they warned me not to go into the touristy area because I could pay up to five bucks a pint. True. I went okay <laughs> all day long. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's one of those things. If we're talking craft beer, you got to support those places if you want them staying in business because right. it's, it's not getting cheaper for them to do their their business. That's so. Right. Worth artistry. That's yeah, yeah, that's very good. Same thing the last one. You got to push yeah. the boundaries yeah. of experimentation. Hundred <laughs> exactly. percent. Yeah. Well, can we just all agree to get along? Yeah. Probably not. That was a better joke written. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Listen. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to pour first. Come back to my roast in okay. the middle of the pour. So I'm pouring one out for livers. Okay. Um, so there's an individual from Britain, John May. He's only 25 years old. And his goal right now is to drink 2,000 pints of beer in 200 days. And the reason he said is simply because he can. Okay. Um, so at this point right now, here, here's his rationale. This is his quote. I'm too young for hangovers, and you can't get hungover unless you're sober anyways. So he's basically just in a perpetual thing. That's of, not true, Mr. Right. Mays. You <laughs> no, can no. get hungover while drunk. Yes. I've read about it. Yeah. <laughs> so he's actually well on his way to completing this. And he says, actually, he well passed out on the floor of a yeah. bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that he originally was going to try to do this over the course of a full year. Um, but he said, basically, he was going too quickly. So he just said, I'm going to shorten it down to 200 days. And so he said he's basically on the verge of, of completing this challenge. And um, he has... As a result, has 83,000 followers on TikTok who are following around. And he's a local legend at the pubs in his Guilford neighborhood there in, in, uh, oh, in, in Britain. Yeah, Guilford. Um, he said basically he was at a wedding the other day and some random guy came up and started kissing his shoes. Whoa. Um, <laughs> that and, uh, that is, now, we know a little something yeah, about ad yeah, adulation yeah, at yeah. that level when we go out sometimes and... and it's embarrassing. Yes. And so, we're just trying to do our thing. Yeah. And so John Mays is just trying to do his thing. He says he's already got plans for celebrating his final beer. He's going to be do it at a pub in Birmingham, and they're actually paying him to ring in beer number 2000 in front of a live crowd. <laughs> and he says people are all going to be there. He says he even has people from Ireland saying they're going to fly over for it. But here's my roast, because people are criticizing him, and criticism is primarily coming from health experts advising him that downing oh less alcohol gosh. is better for one's health. Why do they get a megaphone exactly. to use in everybody's business, and health here's, experts? Here's what came out recently, and this is this is Except Shady Joe. Right, yes. for sure. This is where my, uh, my um, roast goes. Apparently, we have uh, an alcohol czar here in the United States. Um, his, his name is Dr. George Koob. And he basically recently suggested that downing more than two beers weekly yeah, is yeah. risky behavior. Yep. I read um, that. Yeah. So that's, I'm roasting him because two beers weekly, come on, talk about anti-American. Yeah. That's I'm honest. toasting you guys are living on the edge then, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, we're not exactly John Mays, but. <laughs> 
And uh, and then uh, the other one was, I guess the University of Washington also recently claimed out that a meager two spoonfuls of alcohol daily is the safe target for folks under 40, Mateo. Oh, <laughs> two spoonfuls. Two spoonfuls. <laughs> Apparently he hasn't spent too much time around the student body of the yeah, University yeah. of Washington to fr- see. We've got a friend up there yeah. we're giving a call. Yeah, so. No, we're putting um, a hit on this guy. So May, <laughs> m- Mr. May, John May said, look, when I'm finished, I'll go to the doctor and have a scan. He says, <laughs> and see and make sure everything's still okay. But he's scan. yeah, he's I'm said, going to the doctor he's for a scan. That. But uh, there you go. And they asked him. They said, "Are you going to take some time off once you finish that?" And he says, "He goes. I reckon I'll give it two weeks before having another beer." And then he thinks that he may even found a new career path, and that will be uh, reviewing pints at this point. So in Ninga. So, anyways, so this is just a kid with a dream. A kid with a dream that's not afraid to put in the work. Right. And he is go. putting in John, the work. John, may I salute you? There you go. So, and he is putting in the work. <laughs> What are all these people getting down on a kid with a dream? That's true. But two beers a week. I like the way you wove that into yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, I had a little yeah, bit of everything yeah, in there. Sorry, yeah. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Toast Roast. And pour one out. Well, I've had my I've had two tablespoons of pink lager, <laughs> but since I'm quite a bit over forty, I yeah, think I can have go, a little more. You got a couple more. more. What else you got? I got. Well, let's see. What was the day? It was the throw yourself a great have create a great a great funeral create, day. I guess you can't really throw yourself a no, great. You can, well, no, no, people does, do. You, you know can what? have a dream. Yeah, just it's some called, pre-planning. It's called pre-planning. Yeah, create so, a great funeral. You know, on that same topic. I mean, who doesn't want to have a, a celebration of life, not not a funeral? And, and the Irish wake is is probably the epitome of that. This beer, not knowing this was going to be the day. Oh wow! Near University of Washington, where naysayer and troublemaker <laughs> uh, is from, Quilter's Irish Death. <laughs> Perfect. And it just simply says, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I, I had this at the Irish pub outside we, we went and saw Sounders game over up there and went to the Irish pub and had a couple pints of, and I, this is really good. And I could not put my finger on what kind of beer it was, but I just kind of marked it away as, Hey, that's pretty good. And then found it the next day, some cans of it snuck them home and still trying to figure out what kind of beer it is. And finally got around to reading the back, um, Quilter's Irish death is the namesake beer of Jim Quilter, founder of Iron Horse Brewery. This malt-focused brew, dark in color, deep in taste, defies those pesky style guidelines. It doesn't have a style. That's why why I couldn't nail it. It's just a dark, smooth ale. So this is Irish Death. Quilter's Irish Death. Death. Which I connect to a Irish wake. I'm going to pass that one right around. Pretty good pour, huh? That is a good pour. And it looks as claimed. Dark, malty, nice firm head on it. Cheers. Cheers. Yep, that's pretty good. That's good. It's biscuity. <laughs> it is. Got a little maltiness to it. Can you imagine sitting at late at night in an Irish pub drinking yeah, this? Yeah, that it fit just perfectly. Yeah. There you go. Especially let this warm up a little bit too. Kind of roasty. It's got some yes. roastiness to it. It's a it's a very good beer. Mm-hmm. That is a very Quilter's good beer. Irish death. So and I love the uh, the can. I like the fact that it says you're welcome and then it just has the skull and crossbones on it <laughs> and Irish death underneath it. No explanation. Now, as opposed say. to the last one, this is 7.8%. So right. again, we're going the other way. We are going the That's other way. That's why I'm having we're only one tablespoon. Two sides of it. That's perfect. <laughs> I went for two teaspoons. <laughs> <laughs> Tables are like medicine. I went like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, 
I didn't realize it was that strong. I had a couple of those yeah, uh, that night at the area. No wonder. No wonder yeah, no. there you go. Yeah. After having Manny's Pale Ale from uh, yeah. Georgetown at the game. There. Yeah, I think probably anything you put in my hand at that time would you have been delicious. Yeah. I was in a pub after a soccer game and yeah. I already had had a few. I definitely wasn't quite John May, but I certainly yeah. wasn't following Dr. Koob's guidelines either. <laughs> but hey, I was in Washington with Paul. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not you're not drinking by the tablespoon then. No. We have this combined it's now become a combined segment. It is. It's looking for love. I was looking for love in all the wrong places. And I'll be law and order. Done done. I feel like you need that after that. You can't say it without. Mateo puts it in. I appreciate it. He puts it in. He puts in the real deal. That's fair. So, anyway. The sound effects you've been putting in are quite nice, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) So, looking for love, this is more of a like, normally we kind of have these stories about, you know, kind of pour one out for love. This is more of a, at this point, a success story or just kind of one of the things like, like love finds a way or if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. So, I just saw this story and was reading it a little bit and I'm like, this is a crazy story. Like, this is a fad that these people end up having. So here's how it goes. You start off with Savannah Chrisley. So Savannah Chrisley, if you haven't never watched, there was a reality TV show called Chrisley Knows Best. And it featured that the Chrisley family, parents were Todd and Julie, and um, they were, you know, had this show, and it all was about how they were these self-made millionaires and did all this other kind of stuff. Well, turns out... Both parents were then thrown in prison for tax evasion. Um, he made. He said he made his money through real estate, but obviously uh, started screwing around a little bit with the IRS, and he found out you, you can't do that. And uh, he recently, uh, um, he he's serving twelve years uh, in prison in Florida, and his wife is serving seven years. So Savannah Chrisley is their twenty-six-year-old daughter. So that's one of those things. And if you're not quite sure, you say, who is Savannah? Um, and you say, you might recognize her because she also was an actress and she was in this little known movie called Sharknado 4, The Fourth Awakens. Nice. Oh. <laughs> okay. So in case you didn't know that, um, she's a big deal, right? Very big deal. So she's one part of that. That's story one. Okay. So now story two, even better. So Robert Shiver, he played football for the University of Auburn, right? Pretty good player. Um, he started out as a walk-on earned himself a scholarship, was named a captain, and actually was with, briefly, the Atlanta Falcons in 2009, okay? Um, You may have seen his name in the news earlier, but not for anything football-related, okay? He was in the news because it was uncovered that his wife, Lindsay, who was an ex-Auburn cheerleader, who they met in college, was plotting to murder him. Oh. So basically what happened... turn. Yeah. Basically, (laughs) Robert caught Lindsay cheating on him. He files for divorce, and Lindsay's response to this was, hey, I'm going to hire a hitman to kill him. Because that's the logical response. There seemed to be like in-between steps. But what do I know? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I've not been in this situation, right, but true. there seemed like there could be some in-between steps. So the cops uncover the plot. And they were, do- I guess they were doing something totally, but uncover the plot. And, uh, and Lindsay and the man who she was having an affair with and the hitman she hired are now all in prison. So they're all in prison as well. So now... Somehow, Robert and Savannah meet up, and now they're dating. And you talk about, like, again, the, the interesting thing and the angles. So love just sometimes finds a way. So there these people go. with their two backgrounds. It was and meant got, to be. If it was meant to be, it's meant to be. I, I, actually, I have a feeling that at some point we're going to have some type of reality TV show 
featuring both of them because their stories are just too crazy. Um, but, uh, but there you have it. Love and, and they've hit it off well. And it's, it's as of now, are they married uh, right now? Uh, no, they're just, I believe they're just dating. Um, and so we'll just see what happens because obviously with Sharknado, Eight, I think, is coming out at some point. So I don't think she was in Sharknado 5, 6, or 7. Not sure why she didn't make the cut there, but something like that could happen and it well, could change the whole story. Eat, eat, I didn't see four. Maybe yeah. it did, maybe it she's not really a character you bring yeah. back. Yeah, I didn't even realize we were at Sharknado 4. So I remember Sharknado 1. And then and then didn't that have, like, what's his name? Ian Ziering, the guy from 90210, was in that? I believe so. I don't Maybe that's my Sharknado is knowledge <laughs> limited. Yeah, but you got me. All anyways, I know is that Doc told me that that wasn't when he did Shark Week. The very first Shark Week, that, sure. that that was not entirely based on a true story. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is surprising. That's what I know. That is surprising. But going back to it, for all of you out there, all those romantics out there. Love finds a way. Love will love find a way. a way. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Right? And what a, what, you know, yeah. it was a tangled web. But they ended and up And it was a, a wild ride. So here, cheers to Savannah and Robert. And I uh, hope they survive. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone else they know is in prison right yeah. now. Yeah. So <laughs> they need each other. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where they met visiting. True. Oh, they probably. Visiting in prison. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh, then I didn't get yeah. that part of the story. Yeah, yeah. That would make a good twist to the story. Would so, you visit that, your wife who tried to kill you in prison? No. Probably not. <laughs> Only if she needed to sign a piece of paper or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Um, all right, so that was, I could see visiting your wife that tried to kill you. I wouldn't, but I could, I could see, see it just as look through the glass yeah, and yeah. make smart aleck remarks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just bring a nice food, like a steak and everything. <laughs> and just like, oh, hello, hello, how are you doing? Oh, let me drink this wine. Oh, you know, well, you can't have that stuff there. Anyways, um, she's drinking stuff that's made in the bat. Well, they make that there in the yeah, toilet. Here, they here, ferment their stuff. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smuggling stuff in her prison purse. So that um, really was a law and order as well. That, so I had some law and order features to it, but that is not the law and order. Okay. So here we go. Law, law and order, ILB. And here's where we talk about modern day criminal masterminds. And these are their stories. So this takes place, Michigan State University. There's a kinesiology instructor there. His name's Brendan Doyle. Uh, he <laughs> was recently put on leave. <laughs> That's not the funny part. That is <laughs> not tail. But he was recently put on leave because his... Students found news articles that were linking him to a bust of a Louisiana meth lab. So here's how it works out. March 2020, some sheriff's deputies in, in a parish in Louisiana, they find a meth lab under a bridge over a canal with smoke coming out of the bucket. That's how it's described. Okay. okay. So I'm just setting the scene there. Uh, so the deputies at that point connect Doyle to this meth lab. Turns out he's a professor at... Nichols, I guess Nichols State University, and they obtained arrest warrants for him, but then finally he fled the state at that point, okay? So months later, they find him, they arrest him, um, and he's charged with creation or operation of a clandestine laboratory for the unlawful manufacture of controlled dangerous substances. Sounds a little Breaking Badish. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right, what I was picturing. But anyways, but anyways, so that's it. But then like kind of what happened next is somewhat unclear because... Um, the local prosecutor who said he handled Doyle's case or who would have handled Doyle's case said they have no record of Doyle being tried or sentenced. Okay, so that's kind of interesting. However, Captain Brennan Mathern of the sheriff's office there said, hey, based on our jail records, I can see that he was found guilty and served a sentence and was released. But they don't quite know what happened with him. He was somehow he was he's arrested, okay. wasn't arrested, found guilty, whatever. They don't really know. I picture that a duffel bag of cash helped make, make the charges uh, a little yeah. ambiguous. Yeah. So whatever it is, the sentence doesn't appear on a criminal background check 
that Michigan State University does, and they hired Doyle in the fall to be a professor at their at their university, right? Small small university, Michigan State. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, but the students in his class quickly figure out, yeah. hey, he's They're got a Google. Yeah, he's got a past. <laughs> and so apparently, the way it worked is that uh, he was absent, so he leaves. Uh, assignments for his students, for his kinesiology students, and uh, they start going through some stuff. Um, and she, uh, when somehow they find these messages and press releases and news articles about a 2020 meth lab bust, and so they start putting the pieces together, and they quickly find out, hey, this is the same guy. Nice. And uh, so they now. Here's the thing, and, and, and they report it, but you know, you might say, how did they not catch it? And here's probably the biggest reason. His name on the sheriff's records in Louisiana news stories is Brendan Doyle. Okay. In his Michigan State University profile, he's B. Michael Doyle. Boom. So that was how he was able to get away with this. And it was only the students that finally made that connection and were able to say, hey, he's the same guy. I think we know uh, what the B is. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the reality of this is, so now he's on leave, and I don't know what the final thing's going to be because obviously they're going to figure out some other stuff and whatever else. Um, so, again, we talk about modern criminal day masterminds. When you get away with something somewhere else, this is what I learned from this. Maybe don't use your same name <laughs> when you go and assume your new identity wherever else you're working. That was the first thing I kind of took out of this. Well, uh, uh, on his in his defense, yes, B. Michael Doyle's a pretty cool name. Yeah, Brendan Doyle yeah. got Mateo to laugh before he even yeah. told the story. Like that's a but dorky B. Michael. name. Yeah, yeah. But B. Michael Doyle, yeah, that's movie star level. That's true. Also um, hiding in plain sight. Yes, right? he was hiding oh. in plain sight. But I, I just I, I and I think I think the thing that's the most amazing about it is that um, what are the students at Michigan State actually doing? Like, aren't they're college students? Shouldn't they be getting six packs because it's American and doing all these other stuff rather than sleuthing and trying to find out the hidden background of their kinesiology? No, no, no. 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 like be okay. Michael Doyle. That can't be his real no, name. No, that's but a niche too. Yeah, I don't they know. Yeah. yeah, they could have used it. Like, give me an yeah, A. Yeah. yeah, I'm reporting you. You know, like that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> well, um, it's Michigan State. It's not Michigan. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, there smart. you go. Yeah. So anyway, so yeah, because University of Michigan yeah, yeah, was, had no problem <laughs> yeah. with their employees yeah, yeah. or their team doctors. Yeah. Already, yeah, yeah, there. Um, so, anyways, that is the story of they've had problems. B. Michael Doyle, or Brendan Doyle, or who knows at what university he's going to show up yeah, next, right, and right. what he'll be. He maybe he'll be Brendan M. Doyle at the next one. <laughs> right, get another job there, and uh, and then he'll go crazy with it and be Brandon Doyle, ooh, and then yeah, they'll throw yeah. everybody off. Yeah. So. yeah. But anyway, so that is Law and Order ILB Modern Day Criminal Masterminds. <laughs> True story. Had a student teacher working with me one time. Uh, math teacher is working with me with my kids at helping tutor math, and she was really good at it. And so it was a pleasure having her there because all my kids were getting A's in math, and she had her she she had her stuff together. And then she just wasn't there one day, and it wasn't like her not to to check in and email and say she wouldn't be there. And then I got a note that she wouldn't be returning. Interesting. And I thought, well, what's going on? I thought, I thought this is someone we'd be hiring, would yeah. have a whole career with, and went and checked. And apparently uh, there had been a fire at her uh, boyfriend's apartment. And when they went to check on the fire, oh. they were cooking meth in there. For she could not be a teacher. So, yeah. wow. wow. People are taking that Breaking Bad thing way yeah. too yeah. serious. This was way before Breaking was Bad, too. Oh, maybe Breaking this Bad was, was based on that. Ago, yes. Interesting. So, yes. 
Territorial students. It's not anyone you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to yeah. be clear. This person has been a professor emeritus at Michigan State for many years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's the best thing. Is if you are on the run, Michigan State might Michigan be a good State, place to yeah, find yeah, a job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very careful. Uh, background check. Yeah, background yes, yes, combing yes. the process yes. to see if they got the right person. Well, B. Michael Doyle sounds pretty good. Yeah. We'll take that it. sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Hey, that no was problem. fantastic. Yeah. Well, we had uh, two beers. We had this fantastic, and to me, it gets the goodwill bump. 100%. 100%. Check yourself. Fall Brewing, Pink Lager, Shawshank, check yourself. Good people doing good things for fantastic. other good people. Yeah. We sat and drank with the sun on our shoulders and felt like free men. Hell, we could have been tarring the roof of one of our own houses. We were the lords of all creation. And then we had Irish Death by uh, Founders. Where, where are you putting that? I put 4-5 on it. I, I enjoyed it. 4-5? From, from a multi. 4-2-5. 4-2-5. I'd like to have this on a cold night around a campfire. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a good call. Is 4-6 a valid score? Yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah. I'll give it 4-6. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You're you got yourself a mic. You do whatever you feel like you need to do. I'm gonna look see on that night, which I probably should not have been checking things in to, for any. Uh, yeah, let's four see. eight three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's see what I gave it. I gave it a four five. There you go. Fair <laughs> so truth and truth in that. Thank you. Thank you for spending your time with us. Remember just a moment to rate us, review us wherever you get our podcast. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. Visit our website, ilikebeerthepodcast.com. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N.